process podcast episode 285 i'm gonna buy another plant today another one yep i don't know what one i'm going to uh go to home depot later tonight and peruse mm. might grab a cactus right you're going in there blind then you don't have a set yeah i'm going in there species blind. in mind no exactly i have because i went in there a couple two three weeks ago and they always seem to carry cacti and tropicals throughout the winter mm. consistently. Um, and I'm like, oh, I feel like I just need a new plant in my life. Because I've got, I've got a fair few already set up throughout my room. But I want to start truly diversifying mm. the species. So I'm looking at a cactus simply because I don't have any cacti right now. I only have, I have a succulent and some grasses and some some ficus and whatnot but I, I like the idea of a cactus um so yeah that's that's my exciting evening i'm gonna go and buy a plant a that's spiky one you most need, likely you know what you need for that plant is you need a little little planter, planter with architecture lego on it so you can build I a do. little lego thing beside the cactus that's what you, you need. should draw like draw draw it up and like put some dimensions on it or something yeah. and then i'll cat it up because I've still got SolidWorks. Mm -hmm. Cause my God, and uh, I think that would be cool. Three D print that. Oh, That's here's a cool, yeah, little nifty thing. But you finish your thought. I was gonna say it'd be pretty easy to three D print because I picture at least three D print version. I mean, ultimately making concrete would be like the coolest thing. But three D print, I had... can always three D print it, make a mold. Well, that would be right? That's what you would do. You could just take the three D print and then, like, if you really want to make a silicone mold off of the three D print. And then, mm. um, and then once you've got that, just pour the concrete in. And then you could probably, I feel like you'd probably be able to get away with quite a few, or getting quite a few prints, molds, casts out of one of those yeah. molds. Uh, yeah, the silicone usually are pretty... Um, I mean, it depends, like, I guess the, the higher quality, like, more rigid silicone type stuff from molds last a little bit more durable, and the softer stuff, especially with concrete, might um, rip a little bit or something, but I, oh, I don't true. think it'd be that really, um, that big of a deal. What if you made it a 3D print, like, the mold itself? Yeah was a 3d print you could but i think it'd be better with with concrete to have a flexible silicone mold because right. then you can peel it out of the mold that's after true. you'd, you'd be true. like a you'd probably end up breaking a little bit of the 3d print mm, yeah that's true actually um and just with silicone the reason why it's good for molds because it doesn't stick or it's easier than to that's like put true. mold release on as well to make sure it doesn't stick and you don't have to worry yeah, about the concrete. Yeah, like that fucking up. But that would be a bit of a pain. Yeah, it would be. It would kind of suck. But yeah, I was thinking 3D print would be pretty simple because you would just print it hollow. Like I was right, thinking of just because it'd be like a box shape, at least for the printed version, printed prototype. You just shell it from the bottom, so it's just open yeah. on the bottom. 
because oh, you're never going to see it anyway. Just to save print, save material, material time, because time, you wouldn't need to. It doesn't need to be that yeah, strong. No it just needs to be, and you're not going to see it when it's on a counter, right? Or a desk or something. Oh, true. I need to start doing that more often, shelling the bottom of my parts that I don't need. Because you never just save all the bottom for. I mean, if it's a small part of the material is like negligible, really, it's not a whole lot unless you're doing like hundred percent solid fill. But it's just the time. I find the bottom the bottom layer always does take the longest. To it's print, always a right? bit thicker too. I think. Yeah, some of the I think the base are... settings on my printer is like point eight millimeters. Um, as thickness, oh, yeah, that's which is basically thick. which is basically four layers, four layers at a medium quality of point yeah, two that's pretty... millimeters, and it always takes forever. It takes a very long time. Yeah, so it'd be nice to still take a while because I'd probably print it because I was thinking I'd, I'd be able to print it all in one piece. Because mm -hmm. um, I don't want this thing to be fucking massive. Um, yeah, and then. Yeah, it's still probably take a while and use a bit of material just because I'd make it solid enough so it's strong, but I don't think it'd be it doesn't need to be that strong. So Yeah, the structural like the structural integrity yeah, of it is less important. And it's like the part like PLA parts especially are surprisingly strong. They're surprisingly strong. For how they're like you can I I made little shelf brackets. We had an old desk at the house in Barry that I sliced up on the table saw because it was just old like particle board stuff. Mm. And I cut it into lengths so that I could make little shelves to hold the plants to keep them up off the floor to, so they're in a bit more direct sunlight when I, had the, when I had the room there. And I just 3D printed a bracket that was tight enough that like I could just friction fit the this little right angle bracket onto these pieces of wood and it would hold it in place and i just created literally a right angle and a tiny little triangular support chucked it at like 12 or 13 percent infill and it was super super strong yeah it, it held like three fully soaking wet plant pots and it probably could have held like triple that and i'm like this yeah. is just weird plastic that got like spaghetti stringed into a shape yeah it was like that part i printed for printed two parts of my dad's motorcycle and one of them is literally a bracket that bolts on and holds like because you got like a modern more modern like speedo gauge like a digital one. Oh yeah so yeah. i made like a mount bracket to mount that on and made it so it attached to the existing mounts that are on it and i did that Ooh. at like i think 90 percent infill 90 percent I think it was 90. How long did that thing take? Because I remember you not, printing it. It was maybe eight hours, maybe. Whoa. Because yeah, it, was, um, it wasn't that big. I mean, mm. the whole thing was like maybe four and a half inches wide and you know, an inch tall at the thickest, probably less. Oh, okay. It wasn't a big piece. Um, But having but it solid, solid like that, it was like you you couldn't bend it it wouldn't twist and i mean it's oh, it's whole the bracket the gauge isn't heavy but it's been on the bike with a lot of vibration and stuff and that's it's been the, fine yeah, that's that could be the killer it's been fine so hmm. it's pretty strong well, that's stuff. not bad yeah. i would take that and then imagine if you printed an abs too at like almost oh, like 100 yeah. percent solid like it'd be <laughs> be a solid plastic part like you'd be super tough lachlan was i went in to visit spartech the other week and lachlan was showing me 
it was like a month ago now actually Lachlan was showing me some stuff that they had been 3d printing for a for a project and this thing was like four maybe four and a half close to five feet long and it was wow. it had been split up in segments and it had all been fastened together through some means i don't know um and it was relatively simple i don't remember what it was exactly but it's some kind of a thing right but it was the size that yeah really blew my mind and how strong this thing was considering it's almost five feet long mm. like and the the weight of it holding it this is ridiculous just holding that mass of I think it was nylon that it was printed in like a nylon 12 material um and i don't know much about nylon 12 at all actually but uh this like this thing was you could probably you probably kill somebody if you hit them in the head with it if you yeah. hit them well you could probably kill somebody probably and I, I don't know i just thought it was it was it was pretty incredible yeah. but uh that thing that i was going to start speaking about quickly earlier oh, yeah, is yes, called yes, yes. Um, it's on a website called space10.com and it's a bee home. So like a house mm. for bees and it's an open source design for the planet, our planet, they call it. So it's in collaboration with a designer named Tanita Klein and people from a company called Backin and how do you pronounce the A and the E that are connected? You know that letter? It's not an English letter, but it's like, oh, uh, oh God, I don't know. Yeah, we'll call it Backin and Bake. Um, they've launched this product called a Bee Home, and it's a free open source design that enables anybody anywhere to support their local pollinators and to take advantage and to take action in preserving the world's biodiversity. This is a bit green tree huggery of us for a little bit but um the it's designed to house solitary bees the most prolific pollinator that you've never heard of apparently there's around 20 to 30,000 species of bees in the world mm -hmm. while the most recognized and talked about is the western honeybee the vast majority of bee species are solitary unlike honeybees solitary bees don't live in hives or produce honey instead they mostly live alone and spend their days gathering pollen and collecting food for their next generation of offspring. So they're like pure nomads, yeah. which already I'm like, I resonate. I resonate strong with every bee except the Western honeybee. Right. Um, definitely the African killer bee I identify yeah. as. Right. So the, the physical design of the bee home, and I'm just reading off the website here, um, committed their, themselves to an extensive research process paired with phase of rapid prototyping, ensuring that we iterated and improved upon ideas quickly and fluidly and with the best end result in mind, blah, 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 blah. Um, so you go, you go to this website and it's all made out of like various modular components that are all makerspace friendly. Mm -hmm. So you could 3D print them, you could CNC them. If you wanted to, you could probably get drawings um, made and like hand cut them yourself if you had like hard like hardwood tools um and i i heard about it a while back but i never looked into it and then i came across my mind today 
So now I'm like diving deep into it. So you go to visit behome.design and you design your custom behome based off the parameters. They have like an interactive online uh, thing that you can build, like custom spec your, it's like when you go to custom spec a car, you're custom specking oh. your behome, wow. right? In terms of how high you want it to be, how you want it to be attached to the ground, where you want it to, uh, like where you want it to fasten to, how many levels do you want, how many stories do you want? You know, so already lots of options. And when you're done, you download a package, which is the files. And I don't know what type of files they are exactly, um, but probably STL, DXF, DWG type files. So what I may do is tonight design a custom B home after I get my, uh, my plant and start the process of 3d printing just totally free custom be right? home it's totally source. free open source That's totally really free cool. i like that I'm like, what and that the whole idea of that kind of brought me back to the planter thing where what if this whole planter thing with the architecture with the lego house what if that is uh is like a, a continuation of this bee home thing where the bees are attracted to especially brightly colored flowers and plants to pollinate them. And that's the only way that the plants will continue to survive and produce fruit. Mm. And certain bees leads to honey. Other bees simply leads to the pollination of every living plant, which they need. And can you imagine you design this little planter you can you plant flowers in like you plant a begonia or a petunia or something in it but then there's a little section on the side or underneath or maybe sticking right up in the middle that's a little bee home hmm. that this bee can just kind of chill out and i wonder maybe they sleep they must maybe sleep they sleep in there at some point they would have to yeah should ask james hatfield he would know he raises bees he would know um but yeah, that that's an I think that's a potential mm. avenue to go down too, where it's uh it's less of a home, but it's more of a motel. In the sense of it's 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 a stop along the way of the pollinator's journey. Yeah, you could design yeah. a really banging contemporary home for a bee. Right? Like it, then, then he just, then he then he can get some bee friends, he doesn't have to be a nomad. That's true. Show by the pool. What if they cross pollinate or cross breed, and then they create a new species of monster bee? Oh, I was gonna say like a like a design loving bee. Yeah, that too. They want cool looking like homes now. Karam Rashid, Karam Rashid, Johnny Ive, and a and a honeybee all procreated, and mm. the it had the design expression of Karam Rashid with the subtlety and refined nature of Johnny Ive in the form of a honeybee. Yeah. You know, I think that would be pretty cool. I think it'd be cool, like... I don't know why, but it'd just be cool to have, like, a bee hive home in the shape of a pyramid. I just think it'd be funny. Okay. A little ironic. A little just like, maybe. you know, it's just like all these worker bees and there's a 
There's the queen bee. There's, there's just... the pharaoh. It's just like in a just like people would come by I'm like, why do you have a little pyramid in the backyard? It seemed really That's like why. strange and sus. And you're like, oh, it's just for the bees. It's... You're that guy in the neighborhood that has the giant pyramid on his lawn. Yeah. Got... Front lawn too, because you got a flex. That'd be kind of cool. I wonder. I just like pyramids. There's definitely a way to do that where it's like compost and it's 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 its own life cycle in a way where and maybe it's part of like an interaction with the homeowner where you're discarding biodegradable food scraps into this pyramid thing which are feeding this like micro ecosystem of uh, bugs and worms and whatnot that consume dead plant matter to break it down and then their waste is natural fertilizer which maybe then populates or is like filled up into these reservoirs that are growing flowers which the honeybees are then pollinating and the honeybees are chilling out at the top of your pyramid in this little beehive home Mm -hmm. thing and you've got like corners and like little cutouts and stuff for spiders to like chill you know what that is you know like um giant metaphor for the earth no but like in that's like if you were seeing a science book a diagram explaining uh the food chain as a pyramid oh yeah but you're you're making that literal oh it's like a literal representation of that Hmm. The food chain was a product. You're right, though. We just don't have any of the top tier carnivores because we can't have those hanging. Can't have bears hanging out. Yeah, it just be interesting. Houses for bees. That sounds interesting. Yeah, and it's the website's pretty cool. The uh, I'll put it in the uh, the Snapchat the 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 Snapchat chat. Um, and it. It's it's just got a nice look to it, very clean, very refined. Gives me kind of Artifox vibes, mm. and I think that's simply because it's it's a wood based product. Um, but I saw it and I wanted all of it. I just want oh, yeah, beehives everywhere like? in my backyard. Oh, they actually do look like oh, that's so cool. <laughs> and that's the thing they, oh, yeah, they don't I like look that. like a like a honeycomb. It looks like a like an apartment building. Yeah. It's got little cutouts and stuff. Little overhangs and And now you imagine you put plants in that too. You yeah, I wonder a way like, to plant things. Again, I wonder like to make sense of the design and make it look like a little home, if like this kind of style exactly, but as mm-hmm. modern homes, mm-hmm. like cool architecture pieces where the the gardens of the home and the green space or green roof of the home is actually where the plants are. And then you've got like the bees aren't even traveling that far. It's just like, Oh, let's go upstairs to get some nectar. And then it's just whatever the the flower here. And it's like, Oh, let's go back downstairs into my storage room. Exactly. That's kind of cool. I like that. I like the thought of that. Like and and imagine you do another type of that logic works. I don't know if they would make a home that close to, source of neck i don't see why not but also maybe not yeah i'm not a bee i can't really speak to that might be a little risky 
Yeah, maybe a bit too close for comfort in case a larger insect comes along. Yeah, and you're like, you know, uh, I don't know. Maybe yeah. So maybe that's the issue. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a bee expert. It'd be pretty cool to be a bee expert, though. I, I feel so. like I feel like they're probably pretty easy to find. Like someone who specializes in bees, and you ask them, they'd probably be a great part of research if you're doing that as say a thesis thing. How may, how may we how may we improve the how may we rejuvenate the population Ooh. of bees? Or to be even more... In a designery way. Oh, in a designery way. Like Give them cool pollinating, pollinating insects or something like that. And then naturally, since the Fruit Loop nature of human existence, you have to figure out... You, you talk to an expert, right? You do research. And the easiest way to do that is to talk to someone who knows bees like super, super well. Mm. Talk to them, you see what's up. And then they would, yeah, that would totally work. Like, it's also an excuse to talk to someone who knows a lot about bees. I was going to say, it sounds like an excuse to like try and talk to James Hatfield. <laughs> why is it? That? Yeah, exactly. Like, I really well, want to talk imagine? about Metallica, but who's I'd your thesis advisor, James Hatfield? <laughs> bees, that would be super cool. Like Metallica, James Hetfield? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Like For Whom the Bell Tolls Entering Sandman? James Hetfield, that's one the one. James Hetfield? Yeah, that, that James Hetfield. Yeah, James Hetfield? Yeah. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. You ever seen a Jim Brewer's impersonation of Metallica no. and James Hetfield? Oh, so. it's hilarious. I'll, uh, I, again, I have it saved in my watched later playlist on on youtube i'll have to fire that over because it is beautiful but that's not the point the point is beautiful designed i like the idea of taking like the idea of an apartment building right mm -hmm. it's very big you shrink it down you make it for something that is thousands of times smaller yeah. than the human being you make it for bees what if you do the same thing for other Birds. Minute creatures. Birds, right? Stylish Giant. bird houses. Stylish bird houses. My next thought was a snail house, actually, for little snails. Yeah. Because snails are cute and they're adorable. Sure. Slugs and worms included, because we don't discriminate. Okay. Um, but I think snails just have a cuteness to them, especially if you get like the sure. nice periwinkle yellow and black and white colored shells then you get into giant african snails though and those are like the size of your face but yeah that's no, beside the point that's beside the point um i just think it would be a curious exploration of what a miniaturized residential living unit apartment building modern house would look like for different minuscule creatures like bees yeah snails see now i'm picturing like the bee movie but them in actual <laughs> nicely designed little miniature homes classy and stuff. then because yeah. obviously naturally bee movie jerry seinfeld and now think about making a little miniature seinfeld set and that is the home for the bees and then oh. imagining once there's two bees in that there that meta. that's Jerry Seinfeld talking 
<gasps> That's where my mind went to at natural, yeah, of course. Good old Barry Benson. I only watched that movie once, to be honest. I've seen it a few I've times. I've only seen it once. I feel like it's one, it, was, it was one of those movies like in like elementary school whenever we'd have like movie day. It was always mm. one of those movies that would be thrown on or something. We watched Kung Fu Panda. That's pretty cool. It was pretty and it was pretty progressive because there was violence. You know? I I guess like, there's violence. Yeah. Violence, yeah. From yeah, there was violence. It's very very tame, but people got punched. You know? Yeah. Whatever happens to that cougar jaguar guy, Tai Lung, mm. just Oh, he was a cool. He character. gets like he gets skadooshed at the end of the yeah. at the end of the yeah. at the end of the movie. Like, what are we supposed to make of that? That Jack Jack Poe Black just nuclear holocausts this guy and he just disappears. <laughs> Basically, yeah. That's that's literally what happens though. He goes skadooshed, and then there's a giant wave, like yeah. shock wave, and a mushroom cloud. Mm. I don't know if there's it's a, a good mushroom movie. cloud. It is. I liked uh, Viper. Viper. Because she was a snake. I and I like liked snakes. It's a cool character. I resonate. Long, I resonate cool character. Oh. Honestly, I, I always wanted, watching that movie, I always wanted to taste the, the noodles. The noodles. Like Poe's dad's noodle place, whatever yeah. it is. I always wanted the dumplings and the noodles. Mm. But I could never have it. I mean, you can eat well, I'm sure we, and dumplings, yeah, but... Yeah. But it's not from Kung Fu Panda. That the movie, digital. Though. That's the thing. Movie, yeah. yeah. That's pretty well. Yeah, you can't eat digital stuff. But not to get too uh, too sidetracked. But yeah, my my new, I mean, my phase for Tuesday is going to be uh, miniature homes for bees, insectoid, and miniature creatures. I think that's one of those things. Though, if you if you had the files and then printed them and made a three D printed one, and you just kind of while you're building it and putting it together and everything, I feel like you'd notice like, huh, like I wonder like this could be better or like mm-hmm. taking this concept, could I stretch this and go really cool like contemporary architecture but for this or ways to find like, you know, see if it works, what other mm-hmm. creatures it it um welcomes, attracts. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, no. It I could, could be good for bees, but you you don't yeah. know what else you might like, oh, find it attractive. That opens up ideas for this or something. Termites, because it's made of wood. <laughs> <laughs> which would not yeah. which would not be ideal. I just like the idea of like I... miniature things, models of things, scaled mm-hmm. models of things. I just love I love that. Imagine idea. it's all around your backyard. Yeah, a little colony. Like, yeah. You're creating like a micro colony of bees. That's why I think it'd be, it looks like a city. For some reason, I just find it funny if it was like a little miniature, like ancient Egypt colony going on. Someone comes around, it's like, mm. what? Why is there like a, like a one, whatever, five thousandth scale, <laughs> like ancient Pyramid. Egyptian civilization in your backyard? Like, oh, it's for the bees. And then like, and they're like, oh, and they're like, yeah, but why are they doing like? Why are they like at war or something? It's like, oh, that's just you know, that's what they do. It's how I set up the diorama. What are they doing now? It's like, oh, they're just, you know, working with the aliens to build this giant ass fucking pyramid thing. What if the insects are the reduced form of aliens and are slowly re-evolving to take over society again? 
and rebuild Careful pyramids there. everywhere. Joe Rogan, bro, bro, Joe. <laughs> How did you like that video? That was a hilarious. The bro that video, Joe I thing. no, I was I was crying. That was really was, really funny. What was your reaction when the music came the, on? The music came on. I as soon as I heard it, I I was crying laughing because I was waiting. <laughs> I'm watching this and I'm like, I bet this is like. A guy, I bet it's going to turn out that he actually does know who he is, but he just did that on purpose. Yeah. And then, and then once, like, you know, he like, goes to close the door and the music happens, I'm like, and there's just a look on his face. I'm like, no way. <laughs> and then oh. when he goes into his room, there's like a shrine. He's lighting candles. and There's like a shrine of Joe Rogan. I'm like, oh. oh. Photo of an elk and a DMT thing. And, and there's a Buddha statue. Oh, this is too good. It is a really good video. Really, really very, good. very tasteful. I love it. Very tasteful. One of my favorite videos I've ever seen. You know what my favorite video that I've ever seen is, Zach? What's that? Someone going to uh their email browser and then typing in hi at bigdesigncompany.com, subject line design stuff. Question mark. Is there a video That's of my that? Favorite video. We can make a video of that if you'd like. We could do that. I'm traveling. I'm traveling play? faster than. We can role play, yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm traveling faster than light right now, so I've I've seen it happen already. I've seen this. Oh, thing. okay, okay. Someone's typed it in. So when I slow down, sub sub f sub light, then I'll be there, and right. then it'll happen. Yeah, you yeah. slow down to sub light speed. So, yeah, sub light normal speed. Normal. Okay. Gotcha um but yeah you can do that you can send us an email or you can go to the website www.bigdesigncompany.com or if you got a podcast question send it to hi.theprocesspodcast.gmail.com good old wacky zacky yes sir what is our instagram the process underscore underscore podcast beautiful ladies and gentlemen thank you very much see you tomorrow peace the process